of September We were standing at the station Waiting for a train There was preaching Christian brothers There was nuns and reverend mothers There was guys and drunks and others And everyone was just the same Well, they came from Anascarthy From New Russell, Fez and Gory There was buses from McClody There was horses, carts and all and as they stepped out on the platform They were shouting and screaming And as they carried Larry Murphy He looked 25 feet tall So what's the story, my story? That was it's really far from glory And when at last the cup was lifted They said we brought it back for you And we were dancing at the crossroads In the shadow of a bonfire Underneath the silver moonlight we were singing until dawn Then we were dancing at the crossroads With the punching and the porter Dancing cheeks and risen polkas Until the early morn Then every band on the main street They were hanging from the rafters And they sang the boys of Wexford Like it was going out of style All the bingo halls were empty And all the masses finished early Sure no one ever saw the likes of Since the time of JFK And when we look at John O'Gorman And through the midfield he was storming And then the cues extended erupted When he scored for 60 yards When we were dancing at the crossroads In the shadow of a bonfire Underneath the silver moonlight We were singing until dawn Yeah, we were dancing at the crossroads with the potting and the water Dancing cheeks and rings and polkas Until the early morn Welcome, folks, to Keologus Crack. Here's an old one there. The Wexford boys. Bit of hurling. And why not on uh, on this weekend, anyway? And I'm here all alone, but you're very welcome to Keologus Crack. Mark O'Brien is away again. He's uh, he's left me for 
out here in the cold, as they say, and uh, my man uh, Jay, who's normally on the boards, has uh, decided to take another week off. But as reliable as ever, Mr. O'Brien is on the line and he's calling in from Nashville, of all places. How are you doing, uh, Marco? How are you, Kenny? How are I'm things? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. You're having a stormer there by yourself, I have to say. Now, could you sing, you know, could you sing every leash player now the way they, the, the, the Wild Swans did there from Wexford? I could I could name them, but I couldn't do it in one go. With I I I probably have a heart attack because I wouldn't be able to breathe, or not breathe for that long. So, anyway, that's a great old tune to kick things off. It is indeed. Yeah, we've got a bit of hurling on this weekend: Limerick and Waterford, yeah. and uh, Clare and Kilkenny. So, uh, how you fi- how you fix with those ones? Oh yeah. So anyway, I think uh, I think I really like Waterford this year. I think they've come on great guns. But uh, Limerick, you're not sure you're not sure whether the impact of having all the Napierci players. Doing playing club for so long and, and whether they've integrated well into the team. So that's going to be a very interesting one. I pick Waterford in it though, just on the basis of the fact they've been playing together. And it's hard not to play that against Clay Kenny and the other one, Clay Kenny against Clare. But a couple of great tilts now, they'd be worth watching. I can tell you that. Uh, for sure, yes, indeed. There, there is a cracker of a game going on uh, at the moment down in Tullamore. There is indeed. Um, between Mayo and Dublin. And Dublin took the lead, Mayo came back and tied it. Dublin took the lead again, Mayo tied again, and now Mayo have just taken the lead. It's 115 to 114. Oh my and that's Lord. in the All Ireland Under 21 Football Championship. Well, that was an, incre- anyway. there was an incredible first half. Uh, there's the Young Footballer of the Year, Dermot O'Connor, had a 1 5 in the first half, and apparently the goal was an absolute cracker altogether. And Mayo wow. had a 1 7 to 4 points. Dublin hadn't scored in the first 11 minutes of that game. So uh, it's been some turnaround, all right. Wow. Well, listen, I've uh, more updates. It's all over. Mayo have won it. Won't be point. the Lord hoping. 115 to 114. Like, could we have timed it better, Kenny? We couldn't. We couldn't. Twitter. The power of Twitter. The power of Twitter. Fair over. play to the Mayo young fellas there now. That would that would have been some game to be at now. Yeah, yeah. And now there's another one there um, taking place in another half an hour or so. But um, last week, of course, uh, Kerry and Dublin uh, both had very comfortable wins uh, against... Um, Against uh, uh, it was Donegal. Dublin beat Donegal, and of course Kerry beat Roscommon. They paid them back for an earlier loss in the season. But um, anyway, great to see those two rivals go toe to toe and taking the league as seriously as they are. But the Dubs are very strong. Oh my gosh, hard the, to bet against them. The finals are all uh, they've all been set now for uh, for next weekend. Uh, it should be good. Dublin and Kerry in Division One, Tyrone and Cavan in Division Two, Kildare and Clare That's in Division it. Three, and Antrim and Louth in Division Four. So. Yeah, should uh, be great, good. So we, should be good matches there. Absolutely, and of course, massive disappointment for us uh, from a golf perspective. Last weekend, we had so many, so much, uh, so much high expectations on um, on, uh, on on McElroy, I think, in particular on the last day. But it was very disappointing not to see them both come in and, and really contend. But um, well, certainly, a very when exciting we finish to it, when we spoke on Saturday. We were we were kind of riding high, saying, "Okay, they're in they're in good range here now," and it just all came apart at the seams, didn't it? And and then you look at it, what happened? I mean, talk about a, a collapse, but also in a, you know you have to give Willett uh, credit where credit is due. There, I mean, he stuck with it and shot a great sixty-seven, and it'll sure probably did. go down as the collapse from uh, Spieth, but uh, it really was a good round of golf that he played. So you yeah, gotta give I think him there'll be. There will be comparisons to what happened with Greg Norman as well. Greg Norman's was more gradual. It happened over a series of holes. Uh, of course, uh, speed just collapsed on one hole, and really that was it. So, anyway, 
and the lo- in, on the local front, I suppose a big shout out to the Raptors who kick off their playoff hopes today. So they there should indeed. be a bit of a buzz about the city for the next little while. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it'll be uh, we the North. It'll be uh, I'm sure cheering them on. Now I wouldn't be a massive basketball fan, but sure, you get involved when it's a local team and you you make sure you're following it and and you catch up. And especially the last two minutes, I find are great in basketball. Yeah, I think that's the only time to watch yeah. it. That's the only exactly. time to watch it. Yeah. Now, uh, here's some news, disappointing news from uh, the world of boxing. Katie Taylor lost her first fight yesterday, and uh, yeah. she lost that since 2011. She hasn't lost a fight, and she lo- lost yesterday. So now she's in a, a bit of a bind, I suppose. She has to uh, just to at least earn a place in the uh, in the semifinals of next month's World Championships to uh, to get to Rio. So. You wouldn't yeah. want our boxing team going over there now without Katie, you know what I mean? No, you wouldn't. And uh, it's very strange that she loses one fight in in, uh, in an almost four and a half years, and all of a sudden she's at risk of not going to the City Olympics. So I'm, I'm really I don't understand the I don't understand the logic there. But um, I suppose it probably has a lot to do with the with the uh, the grade of uh, of opponent that beat her. So yes, indeed, anyway, that would yeah. be disappointing. But hopefully she'll bounce back. Uh, apparently, there's all kinds of. Uh, Camp trouble there with that. There's a very interesting story in the in the news about uh, about who, about how she's being managed uh, right now, and I think there's something there's something not great something going on there, there yeah. at the moment. So we'll uh, figure that out. Something not right. Hey, come here. Will I give you a good one now? I was back home there, as you know, a few weeks ago, and and yeah. uh, the Gold Cup was on, and uh, my dad loves back in the LGGs, you know, and uh, he gave me a tip in the Gold Cup, and I took it, and I and I won on it, and. Oh. Uh, and that was a Michael O'Leary horse. And then yeah. last weekend, the Grand National was on. And he gave my yeah. brother a tip. And by God, he came in. Oh, wait. <laughs> and poor, my dad, did, my dad didn't back either one of them. So we backed the, oh, uh, the Grand National and the, uh, <laughs> the Gold Cup. And your man O'Leary, some boy, his three horses now, Gold Cup, Irish National and Grand National winners. Unbelievable. Wow. Incredible, yeah, isn't it? Well, the Scottish Grand National is on today, so maybe maybe today he'll he'll uh, he get a little ah, maybe bit brave he'll come in with something there. He might. <laughs> yeah, right. Leinster and, had a good uh, win in the uh, in the Pro Twelve as well last night, so they're top of the table uh, uh, with a with a bonus point win over Edinburgh. They won thirty to twenty three, and Connacht and Munster go at it today around two o'clock our time, and Ulster play Zebra. So uh, uh, Connacht's in second place, and. Uh, we don't want now as a, as a Connick fan. I don't want Munster. Uh, don't want Munster beating us. But uh, if they do, it'll get them up in uh, above Edinburgh. I think into sixth place. So it'll uh, it'll do oh, Munster yeah, to uh, to win that. But anyway, the divided loyalties there. Ah, any, sure. Uh, now look at what can Irish you do? man at the end of the day. Aren't ah, you? that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> very good. So, so listen. Mary, speaking of uh, speaking of Roser, just one quick thing. He goes very quiet now. I didn't hear from him during the week about the old uh, the three 0 drubbing that Tottenham <laughs> gave to uh, to Manchester United. Um, I was watching it from a very uh, from from a, a bar down in Carolina, and there was a lady who was serving me. She had the most southern accent you've ever met, and she asked me what part of Ireland I was from, and I said I was from Leash, and she said she was married to a man from Leash. Um, yeah, and uh, and I said I was from a place called Abbey Leaks, and she said she had been to it many times. I couldn't believe the chances, right? Yeah, <laughs> God lover is right. Hey, and anyway. uh, you should tell that story now. Uh, you know, if you can tell it fairly quickly, but it's a good one now. Of uh, you're oh. you trying to get to watch that game? Oh, I was trying to get to watch the game, and I had a few a few lads sitting at the bar with me who wanted to watch the Masters, and I told them that if they would watch the soccer game with me, if the white team scored, because they knew nothing about the team's thing, if the white team scored, I'd buy them a beer. 
And I, I said that to them about five minutes before Spurs scored the first goal, and then they scored three goals in six minutes, and I had to buy the last <laughs> four of them, three beers in five minutes. Just uh, so that I could watch, so I could watch a game in, uh, of course, they're massive golf fans down there, and yeah. they have no interest in soccer whatsoever. I had never heard of either of the teams playing Manchester United or Tottenham, so that will just give you some sense. Unbelievable. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, good, good fun though. It was very good fun. I had them cheering for the white team anyway, as as, as it would happen. Good, good. Well done. Now you're in. You're still in the in the uh, the title race anyway. So good luck to you in that. And uh, we'll I'll end it with you on this one. But uh, how about that Liverpool game on Thursday? Oh my God, Kenny! I was happy for you. I tell you, we'd not be a Liverpool fan, but I have a bit of a soft spot for them. But that was just incredible. No matter who you uh, who you support as a player. For the game, that was just an incredible game to watch. Mighty, so mighty. Well, well, well done it? to your lad. That was that was just an incredible character. I don't know what Klopp. Uh, I don't know what Klopp says to these lads to get them to, to turn on like like that. But that was fantastic. Was, Very good to watch. I was on a high. That's for sure. Anyway. Aye, I bet you were. Now, Villarreal, we'll have to watch that one together. Well, listen, you're oh, off now. Uh, going to tour around. We'll get on here with a wee bit of music and uh, yep. enjoy your time down there in Nashville. I will. All right. Okay, pal. Thanks for having me on again. All right. Good luck. I'll chat to you. We'll see you next week. Sounds good. I'll be back there next week. Bye-bye.
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of executive chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. Very good. All right. And I just wanted to say, if you didn't recognize that local voice from earlier, it was Kevin Kennedy of his album, The Summer of My Dreams and Minstrel Boy. Well, we're off to Ottawa now to get the news from Desmond Devoy. Good morning, Desmond. Good morning there to you, Ken, and good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Wrong place, wrong time. In crime news this morning, a young man was shot dead near a pub in Dublin's north inner city on Thursday afternoon in what Gardaí believe was a case of mistaken identity. 24-year-old Martin O'Rourke was shot six times, twice in the face near Nocturne's pub on Sheriff Street at 12.25pm, less than 50 metres away from the Sheriff Youth Centre. He had tried to run away as, he was, as his murderer flew at him on a bicycle. The father of three was rushed to the Matter Hospital shortly afterwards, but was declared dead at the hospital. The intended target was criminal Keith Murtaugh, who escaped injury. O'Rourke was living in sheltered accommodation for homeless people in the Halton Street area, and while he had a history with drugs, he is not believed to be involved in the crime gang war being raged in the capital city. Police have identified the hitman as a gun for hire for the Kinahan crime family. In politics news this morning, Fianna Foyle has finally had to bite the bullet and agree to start negotiating what it would take for them to support Fine Gael minority government, after leader Michal Martin again failed to be elected Taoiseach this past Thursday. RTE News is reporting that the party would like to support Fine Gael, the largest party in the Doyle, on a case-by-case basis rather than to hammer out a written accord. The move came after 14 independent TDs abstained from the votes for Taoiseach and broke off negotiations with the two main parties until a deal was reached between them. The Doyle adjourned until next Wednesday after acting Taoiseach and Kenny received 52 votes in favour of his nomination to 77 against. Martin got 43 votes to 91 against. Fianna Foyle has said that Martin will not put his name forward again. Finnegal negotiator and TD Leo Varadkar said that in exchange for facilitating this, his party would expect, accept some Fianna Foyle politics. 
talks between Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael are due to resume on Monday. Meanwhile, in breaking political news, the Irish Times is reporting this morning that Fine Gael is feeling its old Labour Party colleagues out about joining forces again. Labour TDs are said to be canvassing in their constituencies about any support for another coalition. Kenny is said to be seeking an end to the impasse by forming a government with Labour, the Greens and Independents. The Independent Alliance is said to want five cabinet seats in exchange for its support, according to the Times. In court news this morning, an update on, a, on an outrageous story we brought you a few years ago. Former property developer Kevin McGeever has been sentenced to two years in prison, suspended for five years for wasting guard of time. McGeever has pleaded guilty to making false reports about being kidnapped at gunpoint three years ago in an effort to dodge his creditors. McGeever pled guilty before his trial was due to start at the Galway Circuit Criminal Court. McGeever was found lying on the side of the road by a local couple in Ballinamore, County Vitram on January 29, 2013. The couple drove him to the guard station in the village where he claimed that he had been abducted at gunpoint from his home in Crawwell, County Galway on May 27, 2012. He told police he had been held 20 feet underground in a steel container for eight months with no lighting, heating or sanitary facilities. A six-week guard investigation got underway utilizing 19 guardi for 3,000 and 38 man-hours, costing taxpayers €86,851. Gardy eventually realized that his story had been made up, and he was arrested in May of 2013. He eventually came clean to Gardy during his fourth interview with them. The presiding judge said that he was suspending the keeper's sentence since the taxpayer had already borne enough of a financial burden on this fiasco, and that they would continue to pay for McGeever's upkeep were he to be sent back to prison. My sympathies go to the Gardy and the taxpayers who have to had to foot the bill, the judge said. Well, this week in Irish history was certainly a busy one, so let's get right down to it, starting with the birth in 1871 of Playboy of the Western World playwright and Abbey Theatre co-founder John Millington Singh. From the night of April 15th to the 16th, 1941, an estimated 180 planes from the Nazi Luftwaffe bombed Belfast for four hours. An estimated 900 died in the prolonged attack, in part because of lackluster defences for the city. On April 14, 1922, about 200 anti-treaty soldiers under the leadership of Rory O'Connor occupied the four courts in Dublin, seen as the opening salvo in the Irish Civil War. On a happier note, on April 13, 1742, Handel's Messiah is performed for the first time at the Fishamble Street Hall in Dublin. The German composer was visiting at the invitation of the Duke of Devonshire, Viceroy of Ireland, and the governors of Mercer's Hospital and the Charitable Infirmary, and had asked Handel to compose a work in aid of the sick of Dublin. Also on April 13, 1825, Thomas Darcy McGee, born in Carlingford, County Loud, was born. He was to become one of Canada's fathers in Confederation and remains the only Irish-born person to be elected to the House of Commons in Ottawa. He was assassinated in 1868. On the same day in 1829, the Catholic Relief Act receives royal assent from King George IV, meaning that Catholics could finally take seats in the Westminster Parliament. April 12, 2008, saw the death of former Irish President Patrick Hillary, who served in the RS from 1976 to 1990. On April 11, 1971, the Gaelic Athletic Association revokes Rule 27, banning all GAA members from playing or watching non-Gaelic games. And finally, on April 10, 1998, the Good Friday Agreement is signed in Belfast, helping to finally bring an end to the Troubles. There you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities, like Calgary, to Dublin. 
Smartslide Airlingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the gang at Kiolagus Crack. So, on the next week, folks, Slong Go For You.
knows Peace and love's just copping out I guess these young boys dying in the ditches Is just what being free is all about How this twisted wreckage down on Main Street Very nice. That's Paul Brady, of course, and The Island. And uh, the reason I played that, actually, I watched a very nice program on the RTE player. And I don't know if any of you caught this one, but it's called Rising to Reconciliation. And Desmond mentioned it there at the uh, the end of the news, the 18th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement. And that's what that program was about. And uh, Paul Brady plays that track on it. And another great uh, track that's played on it is... uh, my, uh, my, I suppose, uh, Joe Dolan. Marx loves Joe Dolan, and we've had uh, a starvation now of Joe Dolan. I'm sure he'll have a few tracks to play next week when he's back on the show. But uh, Van Morrison, uh, to me, is, is like uh, Joe Dolan is to, to Mark, and there was a great rendition of his Brand New Day. The very first song we played on the show, actually, when we took over, and it was by uh, a fellow uh, by the name of Kevin Darty and his band. And if you get a chance, you should check that out on the RTE player. It's called Rising to Reconciliation. I'm sure it'll be on there for the next couple of weeks. So um, maybe check that one out. Well, we mentioned Van the Man. Here he is singing Brand New Day. When all the dark clouds roll away Young sun begins to See my freedom from across the way And it comes right in on time When it shines so bright And it gives so much light And it comes from the sky above Make me feel so free Make me feel like me Yeah, it lights my life with love Yeah, it seems like Yeah, it feels like Yeah, it seems like Yeah, it feels like With my hands behind my back I was long time hurt And thrown in the dirt Shoved out on the railroad track 
When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keene family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 the Queen's way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Very good. Well, uh, next weekend there's something very special and I'm very fond of my afternoon cup of tea. 
And there is an event, of course, that one of my favourite people in this town is going to host and perform at. And, of course, that's none other than Ethna Heffernan. And Ethna always puts a smile on my face. You know why? Because she's always doing good for other people. And good morning, Ethna. How are you doing? Oh, good morning, Ken. That's very nice. I thought you were going to say because I'm from Kilkenny. Ah, well, you know, that's the (laughs) second best reason. And I'm sure you have no doubt who's going to win tomorrow. No doubt in the world. Well, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be rooting for Kilkenny, as you know. Of course you will. So you've got uh, the afternoon Irish tea next weekend in aid of St. Vincent de Paul. That's right, Ken, at 2.30 at Holy Rosary Church, the concert in the church, and then the wonderful afternoon tea with all the homemade uh, goodies at 3.30 in the hall adjacent to the church. So, you know, this is our sixth year. It's been a great success. And we look forward to seeing everybody out. It's a lovely afternoon. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, it's a great way to get together and do some good for others. Tickets, Ethna, are... Tickets are $20 each, $15 for seniors, and are, will be available at the door, hopefully. Last year we had 277 people and 300 is our max for tea. Amazing. So if people would like to reserve ahead of time to call Cathy O'Connell at 416 416- Four eight three six nine one four, and just a little bit about the, the charity, Ken, if yes, you don't mind. Yes, absolutely. Paul, you know, worldwide organisation dedicated to helping people who are in need, and you know, we do about sixty to eighty visits a month. Old people living alone, who are lonely, who are having problems again making ends meet. The new poor, the working poor, families who can't actually provide enough for their children. It's The need is huge out there, so we're very, very grateful for anybody who supports our cause. And absolutely, uh, there is a need, Ethna, and it's, uh, it's, it's sad to think with so much money in the world today that, that, uh, that there is that kind of need, but uh, there are people oh, out there hurting, and uh, we need to do our best to, uh, to give them a leg up as well, right? Absolutely. It's pretty t- tragic in this city of ours that we have people who are still hungry. It doesn't yes. seem right, does it? And uh, our, our new arrival, Mike, um, maybe you'll, you'll touch on that for a, a wee second. I know he's been even helping out at Holy Rosary over the, uh, over the winter time anyway, so fair play That's to him. That's right. He he's was rolled up his sleeve. He was out of the cold program. He loved to volunteer, and I'm sure he'll be along to the, uh, to the afternoon tea next Sunday. He's doing very well, Ken. We're very happy. He's been here, I guess, over three months now, and he's settling in extremely well. So thank you, a special thank you to everybody who donated to the... Um, the Irish Project Hope. It's been a huge success. Of course, and we're uh, and we're not done, right? I know it's we're been a slow process, a but, uh, way, but but folks can uh, can donate, and I'm sure at uh, at uh, your event, I know you're doing it for Saint Vincent de Paul, but you wouldn't mind even taking in a, the odd check if anyone wants to give it to you for uh, Project Irish Hope. As well. Oh, we'd be very happy to do that, as you know, Ken, for Excellent. sure. Excellent, Ethna. You're you're a real star, and that's uh, that's for sure. Oh, no. You're doing great work, and and I see a fellow uh, Kilkenny cat is getting honoured by the Mayo folks. What do you think of that? Isn't that wonderful? I'm so proud of Kitty. That is fantastic, and the other wonderful women as well. Congratulations to all of them. Ah, you yeah. know, and, and that is on Saturday night. And just one little mention. Sure. Um, I feel really sort of in a way badly because there are a number of events happening on next Sunday, which is the 24th the commemoration of the Easter Rising. Uh, but especially there is an event at the Seniors for Pat Rooney. They're honouring Pat, and my goodness, congratulations to him for all the work he's done for the Emerald Isle Seniors Group. And wish we could be there and wish they could be with us. But, you know, there's so many things going on in the city these days. 
it's very difficult to pick a day that will suit everybody. It is really tough. I mean, when, when we try and get through the calendar on this show, I mean, it's a, it's a very active and vibrant community. And that's just our own, never mind what everyone else has going on in their lives as well. So fair exactly. play to everybody who organizes all these events and the best to, uh, to Pat as well. So uh, well done. Look, April 24th at, uh, at 2.30 down at the Holy Rosary, 354 St. Clair Avenue West. Come on out and enjoy an after tea, afternoon tea. And I have to say, I'm going to be sorry that I won't be there. I'll be racing to the airport. I'm on my way to Holland, so I won't make it oh down. My but goodness. sure, look, well, at, I'll chat to you and, and to see how I can help in other ways. Absolutely. Thank you so much and safe travelling, Ken. And thanks to all your listeners for their support. Thanks a million for calling in, Ethna. Take care. We'll chat to you soon. Bye-bye. For sure. Bye-bye. you, me pretty fair maiden, to are you, me honey? Oh, and to are you, me pretty fair maiden, to are you, me honey? She answered me right modestly, oh, I am me mother's darling with me to raya. Fall a riddle da, diary, fall a riddle dairy, oh. And will you come to me mother's house when the moon is shining clearly? Oh, and will you come to me mother's house and the moon is shining clearly? I'll open the door and I'll let you in and devil a one will hear us with me to Raya. Fall a riddle da, diary, fall a riddle dairy, so I went to a house in the middle of the night when the moon was shining clearly. Oh, I went to a house in the middle of the night when the moon was shining clearly. She opened the door and she let me in, and devil the one did hear us with me to Raya. Fall a riddle da, diary, fall a riddle dairy, she took me horse by the bridle and the bit and she led him to the stable. Oh, she took me horse by the bridle and the bit and she led him to the stable. Send us plenty of oats or a soldier's horse to eat them if he's able with me to raya. Fall the riddle da, diary fall the riddle dairy, then she took me by the lily white and then led me to the table. Ah, oh, she took me by the lily white and then led me to the table. Send us plenty of wine for a soldier boy, so drink it if you're able with me to raya. Fall a riddle da, diary, fall a riddle dairy, well, I got up and I made the bed and I made it nice and daisy. Oh, well, I got up and I made the bed and I made it nice and daisy. Then I got up and I laid her down, saying, Lassie, are you able with me to raya? Fall a riddle da, diary, fall a riddle dairy, Lovely stuff. That's a fellow that used to live in this town, a man from Limerick, Noel McLaughlin, and as I roved out. Well, we have another caller on the line, and we're waited with bated breath for this magazine to arrive on the street. Celtic Canada. Ellie Reynolds is on the phone. Good morning, Ellie. 
Good morning. How are you all doing this morning on this lovely sunny day? Gosh, we're lucky, aren't we? Finally, finally, it's here, Ellie. Yes, yeah. No snow for five days, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what we're calling for. Yeah, and it's nice yeah. to feel a bit of heat, isn't it? Oh God, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I hope everybody gets a chance to get out and enjoy it now. Absolutely. So listen, tell us about Celtic Canada. I know it's up online and the website is gone and the magazine is going to be out soon. Give us a wee bit Absolutely. of info. Fill well, us in. We've been working very hard and it's just getting better by the day. Um, in this inaugural edition, we'll be featuring obviously the St. Patrick's Day Parade events and activities. We'll be uh, featuring the interview that we had with the close and personal with Emma Donna, who herself Oscar nominated and obviously winner of, of many awards there. Very exciting news. Our lovely, I'm not sure if all the listeners here know of Donald Skihan. He's one of our top presenters at home and has just uh, been announced today as one of the leading guest artists throughout Ireland uh, for his Saturday show in Saturday Kitchen. He's a famous uh, chef and also has many books behind him. He's going to be joining us on this venture and doing a couple of recipes per issue for us to share and tantalise everybody's taste buds. Um, we've got uh, updates from, you know, Festival of Wales to Edinburgh Mil- Military uh, Highland Dance. So we're very excited. It's going to be going out live on the 24th of April. So I would encourage everybody to go online and register for the free magazine online, CelticCanada.com, and subscribe. So you'd be sure to get that in your mailbox on the 24th and in the morning. And the printed edition will be available shortly after that coast to coast and uh, we're very excited that it as I say it's just getting better by the day great stuff and uh, you know you've you've uh, mentioned and we've been saying it on the show about your Facebook page so I'm sure you're getting plenty of followers but one thing we love doing is giving our listeners a little gift or two so you're going to give away some tickets aren't you absolutely we've got um, I'm sure everybody knows about Sing Street the famous uh, movie that's out there now and uh, John Carney is the producer of that we have advanced tickets for this Wednesday night in the Rathburn Cineplex there in Mississauga at Square One. Go on to Facebook and like and share our page. And if you want to double your chances to win, just place a comment. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you on Wednesday night at the advanced screening. So go on to CelticCanada.com. Just click the Facebook icon on the top right-hand corner. It'll bring you right to our Facebook page and you'll see Sting Street right there. Click on it, like it, share it, comment for it doubling your chances to win. Good stuff. And we might even give away two tickets to anybody who sends me an email, ken at saturdayirishradio.com. Do that we'll, now. Uh, we'll and absolutely them, uh, we will. <laughs> send us in and uh, tell us the name of this magazine that's going to come out and we'll uh, we'll set you up with a couple of tickets for uh, for that show. Ellie, thanks a million for calling in and giving us, uh, giving us an update. We look forward to seeing this uh, online and hitting the streets very soon. Absolutely. Thanks a million, my dear. And uh, listeners, uh, as always, enjoy the lovely day that's ahead. Bye-bye. Cheers. Good luck. Bye. Bye. Take me home to Mayo Across the Irish Sea Home to dear old Mayo Where once I roamed so free Take me home to Mayo There let my body lie Home at last in Mayo I believe it's an Irish guy My name is Mike 
And I saw my people suffering And swore to break the chain I raised the flag in England Prepared to fight or die Far away from Mayo Happy need an Irish sky Take me home to Mayo Across the Irish Sea Home to dear old Mayo Where once I roamed so free Take me home to Mayo There let my body lie Home at last in Mayo Beneath an Irish sky Country on hunger strike, I'll die. I have but one last longing, and I'll pray you'll not deny that's the bury me in Mayo beneath an Irish sky. Take me home to Mayo across. Guinness. There's over 250 years of brewing tradition. And a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness Guinness. Very good, folks. Here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. Irish Project Hope. Yes, perhaps this is the year you would like to give a donation, and it's for a very worthy cause as we try and bring some more Syrian families to our fair city. You can go in and send us a check payable to Irish Project Hope, Holy Rosary Parish, 354 St. Clair Avenue West in Toronto. And that's M5P1N4. Put it to the attention of Ethna Heffernan. Click with the Celts. We just heard Ellie on here with us. Go on to her Facebook, facebook.com slash Celtic Canada number one. And uh, like them on Facebook and get in with a chance to win a couple of tickets to that Sing Street uh, movie. You can also give Eleanor a call at 416-845-9900. And on Monday, April the 18th, there's a group from Galway called Fibin, and they're, uh, they were here before at the Fringe Festival, and they'll be at the Supporters Club at 4120 Ridgeway Avenue in Mississauga, and they're presenting Macpirish e Pictor, and it's written and devised by Harry McGee and Dara McGee, and it's a great uh, reimagination of Ireland's 1916 Easter Rising, and the performance focuses on five of the leading uh, figures of the Rising with a dr- dramatic and unexpected twist at the end. Tickets are only $15, and again, that's at the uh, Supporters Club in Mississauga. I want to thank uh, Mary Durkin for sending us in 
what should be a very good uh, production here. It's the Anna Livia Productions in commemoration of the 1916 Easter Rising. The Bloomsday cast and friends will present a dramatized reading of Sean O'Casey's The Plough and the Star. And the stars, and that's a, a course. If you, if we remember, a very funny but sad masterpiece by O'Casey, who of course witnessed the rising, and he encapsulates the uh, confusion and conflicting opinions of the people of Dublin in this play. It's on on Friday, April the twenty second, at seven thirty p.m. And it's uh, the Performing Arts Lodge, the Green Room Theatre at one hundred and ten, the Esplanade. There'll be uh, some drinks and snacks there and a raffle as well. And there will be tax receipts issued for donations of $10 or more. You can get more information at 416-365-7877 or go to their website, torontobloomsday.com. Friends of Sinn Féin, and of course we have our Western folks listening out there in uh, in Alberta on uh, Fairchild Radio 94.7. And there's a few events happening out that way. Sinn Féin's Christmas Chris McManus from Sligo is the guest speaker on the 1916 Rising Centenary events in Vancouver, Edmonton and Calgary. Friday the 22nd in Edmonton at the Tiramisu Bistro. Uh, It's a dinner at 7pm. Tickets are $50. April the 23rd, there's a dinner at the Hilton Hotel Metro in Burnaby, B.C., $70. And you can give them a call at 604-218-7524. And on April the 24th at the Crystal Ridge Golf Club in Okotoks in Alberta, there's a noon buffet lunch. And tickets are $40 there and 20 for students. And there'll be Irish music and dancing as well. And you can give them a call at 403-969-8855. The Mayo Association, we've just played a track there from the uh, the Dublin City Ramblers. Take me home to Mayo. Well, they'll be all excited on the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $65 for their annual dinner. It's at the La Traport Banquet Hall at 1075 the Queensway. And, of course, they're honouring three wonderful ladies, Bridie Boyd, Ina Ryan and Kitty Freely. Entertainment by Paul Noonan. And you can give Kathleen a call at 416-748-9227 or Valerie a call at 416-655-9352. The 1916 Centenary Commemorative Dinner is taking place on April the 23rd at 7pm at the Sherton Centre Hotel on Queen Street. The guest speaker from Ireland, they'll have Evans and Doherty from Halifax playing some music. Jimmy Carton will be there singing as well. Tickets are $75 and give them a call at 416 402 3729. We had Ethna on the show talking about the Irish afternoon tea in support of St. Vincent de Paul on Sunday, April the 24th at the Holy Rosary. And that, of course, is at 354 St. Clair Avenue West in Toronto. Tickets are $20, $15 for seniors. And at 2.30, you'll be entertained by Ethna and Hugo. And uh, afterwards, uh, in the church, there'll be some traditional Irish afternoon tea and entertainment at 3.30. Give Cathy O'Connell a call, 416-483-6914. And as part of the Worldwide Easter Rising Cayley event, that'll be taking place at the Stealth Lounge. And that's at the Pilot, 22 Cumberland Street in Toronto. And it's taking place on Sunday, April the 24th at uh, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. Admission is $5 at the door. And uh, there'll be lots of prizes and there's a draw there as well. You can come out and meet the Roses before the ball at the Rose and Crown on April the 30th at 3.30 p.m. They're going to be doing a tour of the city. 
and it's called the Roses Tour. They'll be going to see Irish historic places around the city and then popping in to see some of uh, their sponsors as well. So you can come out and see them. And then heading into May, the documentary on Bobby Sands, 66 Days, will receive its worldwide premiere at the Hot Docs Canadian International Documentary Festival in Toronto on May the 3rd. And uh, if you want to go out and see that at 9 p.m. at the Tiff Bell uh, light box. For all the information on all our events, folks, you can go to SaturdayIrishRadio.com and get the email addresses and phone numbers. And there again is an hour gone by just like that, folks. Thanks a million for listening in. If you ever miss a show, you can go to Irish, uh, sorry, SaturdayIrishRadio.com and uh, do download our show or get it on the podcast. And last week's interview with Dahi O'Shea will be up later this weekend. We had some technical difficulties last week. So good luck to the Raptors and, of course, We the North and uh, cheer them on. Here's a little track from the Waterboys called Girl from the North Country. Slán. Traveling in the North Country Fair Where the winds hit heavy on the borderline Remember me to the one who lives there She once was a true love of mine Snowflake storm Where the rivers freeze And the summer ends See for me if she's wearing a coat That is warm To keep her from The howling wind community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is AM 1430 CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following 